I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Ironbrew podcast, Brad Mel, Matt Blanchard and Matt Ellis. So after a really good start against Yeovil, we've obviously had two away games since then, Maidenhead and Woking and two very disappointing results. Um, we're going to have a chat about those in just a minute, but I think let's just go over maybe one bit of news that's happened from the club in the week, because I think it is worth a mention. Um, Jack Moore Billum's been sent out on loan to Cleethorpes for, for a month. And, you know, obviously if you remember back, he played a bit at the end of last season, didn't he? And I thought he was quite good. So I know there's all sorts of things in this league. I think it's only five subs isn't it? And that obviously, you know, who are you going to put on your bench, that type of thing. But you know, a bit of a strange one to send him out, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it is for me. Um, he certainly wouldn't have been top of my list to send out on loan. I think he showed enough at the back end of last season um, to kind of to show he's a decent player. You know, I think he was quite good on the ball. And, you know, it was, it was obviously very difficult circumstances last season. So um, I would have liked seeing a little bit more of him. Um, this season and I'm sure we will you know as the season goes on uh, so obviously I think it's only a month isn't it originally uh, initially sorry just to see um, how he gets on but I think that's probably coming to the thinking really that there's only five subs there's obviously other central midfielders you, you think Gallimore and, and players like that who can slot in there and obviously Rowe came on in, in kind of central midfield last night um, so yeah I think it's just there's, there's probably just too many players for, for that position at the moment and um, yeah I guess Cleethops have come in for him checking on his availability and, and yeah it probably does work for the short term but I think long term he was one that I'd like to see kind of integrated because I think he did have something about him last season. Right should we move to the games then so as I say a couple of disappointing results we'll start with Maidenhead but actually Matt um, it's unchanged isn't it from the Saturday before which not a surprise maybe just a couple of thoughts from you on, on Yeovil before we go into the away games because I think you know, we're still very early, aren't we? But uh, it, it was a decent start. So maybe just a couple of th- thoughts uh, from you on that. Yeah, it was. You know, I think um, we got the job done. Obviously, towards the end of the game, it was a little bit sort of hairy, you know, last few minutes. Um, I know they had that chance right at the end. Um, but it was, I thought it was important we kind of held on because we all know how last season ended. Um, you know, at times I thought at 2-0 we were quite comfortable. Um, and then, you know, you saw the goal go in and, and it was kind of, can we hold on? Can we go on and get another goal? And I think we could have done. I think we had we had chances, um, obviously, to put the game to bed. Um, but yeah, the, the most important thing was kind of just getting over the line, getting the three points. Um, and I think we played some good stuff at times. I know Yeovil, um, I mean, for me, they didn't look that good. However, since then, they've gone on to get a couple of decent results. Um so, you know, it's, it's still early days in the league. I think everyone's taking points off everyone. Um, there's no one sort of won all the games so far. Um, and I think that's that's kind of the way it's going to be. So, yeah, I mean, it was nice to get off the mark, um, you know, get that, get those points in early. Um, but, you know, in typical fashion, you get a few more fans in. Um, obviously, great atmosphere. I think, obviously, a lot of people at the club did did some good work. Um, on the on the band and everything, I think that kind of went down really well. I know you you guys spoke about it last week. Um, that was obviously well received, and you know it was 
like a, a really good atmosphere down there for the first time in a long time. And given not a lot's changed, you know, on the pitch, that's the first time we'd seen them. Um, you know, that was just really people saying, fair enough, you know, there's, there's been some effort put in. Uh, I'll go down, see what it's all about. And, and obviously we got the win, which was great. But then, yeah, typical fashion, we go and lose two away games. And I think the big test really for um, the club now is, is looking ahead to the game on Saturday. Obviously, there was a, a decent turnout for the Oval game. Are those fans going to turn up for the for the Solihull game? Because I think ultimately, you know, the off off the field experience, match day experience is great, and you know, fair play, the club got it right for Yeovil. Um, but it's going to come down to sort of results, and and if results start going the the, the wrong way, as we've seen in the last couple of weeks, I think fans again, um, you know, the. They're not going to come just for the face painting and, and the beer and the music. You know, there's got to be more to it than that. Um, so hopefully, you know, the, these two results this week should act as a bit of a wake-up call. Um, you know, it's not been good enough. And uh, yeah, I think you only have to look at other teams that have come down into this division. Obviously, Southend, I've had a few Southend fans tweeting saying, you know, welcome to welcome to the National League. This is what it's all about. Um and, you know, it's just disappointing after that first win that, that we've kind of, we're seeing the same errors as last season creeping back in. Um, but, you know, it's it's still early days and, and we'll have to see how we go. But it is worrying, you know, we, we started off really well um, and, you know, we, we've kind of fallen back into old habits really, which is disappointing. Yeah, well, I'd say, I mean, as you mentioned there, it, it is early days, but I think there are sort of some things that's worth worth mentioning. I, I think, you know, they generally say, don't you, 10 games is you get a good idea of, of where you're going to be. I, I do wonder if it might be sort of sooner this time around. I think after five or six, I think we might get a bit of a an idea of how this is going to go. I mean, like you say, nobody's won every game so far. I think even the teams that, you know, are down as for most people to be favourites to go up this season, they're dropping points, aren't they? So, I think it's going to be a bit of a strange season. But, I mean, Maidenhead, you, you went, Matt. I mean, I listened to it. I think, Matt, you listened to it as well, didn't you? So, yeah, what, what, what did you make of it, sort of first half especially? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I don't actually think we really deserve to be 3-0 down at half-time. Um, it was just one of those games, really. Not a lot in the game. Um, obviously, Nuttall has a header fairly early on. I think if he scores that, you know, we, it might be a different game, uh, might be a different outcome. Um, but yeah, there was really nothing in it uh, up until that drinks break. And I think for whatever reason, completely switched off after that. Um, just not doing our, our, you know, the basic jobs, you know, tracking tracking men, um, stopping balls into the box and, and obviously defending balls into the box. I think obviously the first game, Yeovil, we, we defended fairly well, I would say. I think that's fair to say. But since then, um, we just haven't been able to deal with balls into the box. Um, and, you know, it's cost us and, and it obviously cost us uh, on Saturday heavily because, you know, three balls in the box, three goals. And from a maidenhead point of view, I think they'll be really happy with that. I think the first one, They'll think, you know, it's, it's really well worked. But from our point of view, it's, it's just not good enough defensively. Um, and I think, you know, that I saw a few people singling out O'Malley for that first goal. Um, you know, I don't think it's all down to him. I think there's there's other players that are kind of involved in, in that move. Um, and I think ultimately O'Malley felt like he had to kind of go to the ball Um I think Whitehouse didn't really track the runner that, that O'Malley had left. I think I say there's there's, st- there's still options because it's it's down the right side, isn't it? It's a bit of a low yeah. ball across. There's still a player, you know, that taps it in. There's nobody on him really. Exactly, yeah. And 
I think that was the key thing. If O'Malley went and he was obviously drawn out of position, he obviously felt like he had to go. Whitehouse really should have been tracking that that runner um, who ended up putting the, the ball into the box. And, um, you know, I thought Whitehouse had a good game against Yeovil, but obviously at the weekend didn't, you know, I think I think the midfield two were fairly anonymous, really. Um, Busfield, again, didn't really have the best of games. Um, and obviously last night, Whitehouse came off really early as well. So, you know, it's, He's had a bit of a bad week, I would say. Um, but yeah, the ball into the box, I mean, it's, it's just basics, isn't it? And um, for whatever reason, Boyce just, just completely leaves his man, um, just kind of goes to the ball and it's an easy tapping for him. And um, until then, you know, I wouldn't say we were in control of the game by any stretch, but we didn't really look like we were going to concede. You know, there was nothing in it. And um, yeah, just again, Lapsing concentration, I guess, after the drinks break, and once the first one goes in, I think, you know, we we just go to pieces a little bit, and um, you know, they they just keep going after that, and I think that was probably you know a bit of a wake up call, really. That um, I think they had they had one just before when um, it was a poor finish, really, from the striker. But other than that, you know, I think they finished the chances pretty well when they came, and I don't know, I think. I think maybe fans were a little bit surprised at how clinical they were when they were given the opportunities. But yeah, they, they took them really well. And, um, you know, I wouldn't say they deserve to be three in a lot, but I would say that they deserve to be up at the break because, you know, that second and second part of the first half just, just wasn't really good enough. It's it's not great, is it? I mean, I didn't, I didn't go to the game on Saturday. I've, I've seen um, the extended highlights, which were um, an eye-opener, really. And I was kind of listening to the game on and off on, on the radio on, on Whitby Beach, actually. Um as as it happened, so um, yeah, it, it was a little bit of a shock after the the good performance against Yeovil, and and there was kind of nothing that we saw in that um, to suggest that we would be sort of three 0 down at half time, um, you know, on on the on Saturday. So um, you know, it, again, yeah, it, it was a bit of a shock. We just, you know, from what I've seen, it's just the the defensive errors again, isn't it? Same as last season, we just we just don't seem to be able to keep a clean sheet for some reason. We can't you know concentrate um consistently um you know if that you know the defense on the midfield you know all the different phases of play there just seems to be a lapse in concentration for for a, a decent amount of that which just allows easy goals really and and they're not special goals other that it's not great play or anything like that you know it's it's the relatively simple balls into the box obviously well, you know the thing is about it really is i know the third one's from a corner isn't it i mean it's a bit of a weak crossing and and somebody's you know had a had a touch on it to tap it in the first two are very, very similar goals. And actually, and I haven't, I've done a, because they've not posted them yet as we're recording this, I've not seen highlights from last night either. Um, but from reading the sort of breakdown, it does sound as though the first goal from last night as well, again, is, is very similar. It's sort of down one side, it's sort of a low ball in, and then somebody's there to sort of meet it. And, and that's the worrying thing for me is that it's seemingly more or less the same goal that we're conceding. Yeah, we're not conceding screamers. They're not penalties. They're not goals direct from free kicks. They're, as you said, they're very, very similar goals to the to this to a you know very similar play. But really, it's to just get the ball into the box, whether that's relatively high or whether that's cut back from the from the byline. For some reason, we just cannot seem to deal with that, and that's like what six goals conceded in in three games, and it's you know th- this is with. Um, experienced defenders at this level, you know, like boys, loads of experience in the football league and and at this level, and, and Taft obviously experienced higher than League Two, and 
you know, um, you know, O'Malley is not a bad left back. Then he stretched the imagination. Um, Dewhurst, he looks a bit shaky, but he he seems okay. Um, you know, and and then we don't really know that much about Ogle really. Um, even though I think he's been pretty good from what I've seen so far. So it's like, what on earth is going wrong? Um, and why do we keep shipping these these really simple goals? I mean. Teams do that in this division. Watching as I've watched as many highlights as I can get my hands on, just because I find it really interesting, um, just to see new teams play and, and stuff like that. Because obviously it's completely unknown for us. Um, uh, you know when they come up on YouTube or when when I can find them, and, and most of the goals that go in, they're from set pieces. Um, there's a lot of set piece goals conceded in this division, and. You know, we've not really shipped. We've shipped like what one from a set piece at the weekend, I think. Um, you know, and other than that, it's just been from open play. So it's it's obviously something we're not doing in that phase of play to to look after the ball to to keep the marking where it should be. Um, you know, <clears throat> and it's it's relatively basic. Um, and you know you kind of expect maybe something like that once a game, but when when you ship in two or three goals from from similar kind of circumstances in the game, you, you're getting a bit worried, really, um, especially with the experience in the team because this, this is a team on paper that should really be able to compete against any team in this league. You know whether that's from the top, whether that's from the bottom, the quality should be there to compete. And through big phases of play so far, apart from the Oval game, we've not competed adequately in these phases of play. And as a consequence, we're conceding a lot of goals. Um, so, you know, what on earth is going wrong? You know, the, the manager is experienced. You know, he, he, we've not got a novice manager. You know, Keith's been there. He's done that. You know what I mean? He's, he's got a good record with the clubs. He's got a terrible record with us, by the way. Of course, we know that. But what what I just don't understand it. You know, you thought we would have sh- kind of shaken that sort of amateurish sort of schoolboy conceding of goals like a sieve from last season. We come down, we change 85% of the squad. We bring in some real experience. We play well against Yeovil. And then is it away games? Can we just, for some reason, not deal with away games? Is it a psychological thing? Is it... Was it uh, formation as well? Yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, know we well, chopped and changed last the, night. The formation last night. How many times did it change? I think well, I that, that's it. It's radio. not going to help, is it? No, it's not. And there was very few formation changes against Yeovil because we were relatively solid and we seemed to know what we were doing. But like for last night, as I didn't go, however, I was listening to the comms and Atkins was absolutely baffled is like I'm not really sure you know what formation they're playing now and and for sort of like a lot of the commentary the you know the the, the new commentator and Nige were trying to work out what formation we were playing and it was every five minutes it was like Colin Daniels moved to the other side Phoenix is now on the other side you know Nuttall is, is now on the right wing and by the way explain that one to me you know striker terrible goal record bags two goals at the weekend and you move him from the forward position into a wide position. I mean, that makes no sense to me, by the way. And, and I, I don't know what on earth Hill was doing with that. That was a strange one. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it is concerning, isn't it? But we are early into the season and I think that we will be absolutely fine at home. Um, you know, just as, as we're kind of recording this, I'm just streaming the, the Solihull York game. Um, and I can see, you know, these are two teams that pass it around a lot. Solihull, you know, very much so the ball's been on the floor and they've looked really 
good, created a couple of chances. But that's how I think he'll want us to play. Like, do you know what I mean? So it would be an interesting game on Saturday. Um, you know, it's how we I did. Think, it's how we did play at Yeovil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think we'll be okay on Saturday against Solihull, who again, one of the teams going to be challenging for promotion. But as soon as we go away from home and play seemingly any other team. We just don't know what to do. We're, we're like a rabbit in the headlights. We we can't seem to find the formula to to keep the you know the goals against down. Um, you know, so it's yeah, it's incredibly sort of disappointing, and, and it's really sort of annoying that this is kind of carried over into you know when we've dropped down. You know, it is a difficult league, but again, the quality is lower than it is at League Two. There's no doubt about that. It's not the same quality. Um, you know, and um, so we should be doing better. But you know, we've we've played you know, three relatively middle-of-the-road teams in this league. Um, you know, how are we going to perform once we go away somewhere like Chesterfield, you know, go away somewhere like... I mean, um, Gateshead are doing really well, even though they just come up. But again, go somewhere like that, or indeed, like, go to York, go to Solihull, um, you know, go to Wrexham, go to Notts County. You know, is is it going to be a cricket score? I mean, I can't see anything else. Well, the thing is, you've got to, obviously, we've got to remember, you know, like you said before, we don't know these teams, a lot of this, but we're in this league for a reason, you know, and we've come down last season, but we've avoided it for about two or three years, really. We, you know, we could have come down any one of those seasons. So like, it, it's not a case of, I don't think there should be a sort of shell shock nature, which I know is sort of some comments that came out last night because, you know, we're here, you know, we deserve to be here really. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely right. I mean, you look at the two games for me, Obviously, the weekend it was it was so hot down there. You know, it was thirty four degrees, something like that, and it was a very odd game. It, it felt like a training game at times, and I think potentially, you know, it's, it's difficult. Um, it probably was difficult for a, for the players, you know, from from both sides because it was quite slow paced, things like that. So, you know, I was kind of willing to let that one slide in a way because you know it was hot out there, conditions weren't ideal. Um, but last night, you know. Obviously, didn't go to the game last night, but heard from people that did. You know, they were coming out with things outrun, outworked, outmuscled, you know, and, and I think that's the worrying thing um, because we know teams are going to do that coming up against us. I think, obviously, we know the, our flaws, things like that, but I think teams, you know, the, at this level will see us as, as a, a big scalp, really. I think, you know, uh, Maidenhead probably did. Woking probably did. Um, you know, I think Woking on on their website was saying we were promotion chasers. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the case, but I think that's how some of these teams view us. So you know, the the bare minimum really is to to match their work rate and and kind of commitment and things like that. And I think we did see that the Oval game. I think that, that you know you can't you can't not run for that. I think it was it was a decent performance. But since then. I don't think we've kind of matched the opposition at times for that intensity, work rate, commitment, things like that. And, and for me, that's worrying. Um, you know, we were told we had a really fit side. Hill said he was going to get them ready, fit. We're going to be one of the fittest teams in the league. Um, I'm yet to really see evidence of that. Really, you know, I've I've not seen I've not seen much of it. Um, so we'll just see. But I think there was there's there's definitely been some warning signs this week and. I think you've mentioned their formations, things like that, and, and how many times we've kind of chopped and changed last night. I- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Again, it wasn't long ago, Hill was saying, you know, I'm not going to confuse the players. I can't confuse them. We're going to stick to relatively, you know, simple formation, simple tactics. Um and it just seems for me, I know you say that the players are sort of rabbit in the headlights a little bit, but I think Hill potentially is at, at times. I think last night we saw that. Obviously, he's trying to impact the game. We go down early 1-0. Um, but to make that many changes, I mean, at the end of the day, we're just bloggers. So, you know, what do we know? But <laughs> you, li- you, li- you listen to Nige, um, you know, managed at a very high level. Um, and, you know, he, even he seemed a little bit confused about what was going on. I think, I think uh, you said that, man. You know, it appeared he was, you know, he was trying to work it out, trying to find, like, sort of work out who's playing where. Um, and I just think, yeah, he's, I don't want to get drawn into format. We should be playing four four two. We should be doing this. We should be doing that. Because, you know, I do think there is room to manoeuvre a little bit in, in kind of, um, formations and things like that, depending on who we're playing. You know, I don't think it's easy. People say you should just play four four two every week. I know historically we've done that, and it's it's kind of played played to our strengths. Um, have we got the players to do that at the moment? I don't know, uh, but I do think the way we're playing at the moment is kind of exposing certain players and and sort of our weaknesses a little bit. And I think it is it's not particularly helping the defence. Um, and, and we've seen that, you know. Um, last night, obviously two nil could have been four or five by the sound of things, and obviously at the weekend shipping goals. So, um, first things first, we've got to tighten up, and uh, you know we, we've got to go from there. Really, um, we've obviously seen we can score. We, we've scored a couple of goals, which is which is good in in two games. But I wouldn't be surprised to see a few changes at the weekend, um, and it'd be interesting to see what he does with O'Malley because you've got someone there who's creating a lot. He's obviously got a couple of assists already um this season if you bring cozy in there does he shore it up you know does does he offer more defensively i'm not sure thinking back to his time i mean i, I can't really remember too much um you know i think he had a few good games at left back but um but overall you know i, I don't think he was a, an outstanding fullback by any stretch um but it'd be interesting to see if he does that and maybe short try and shore it up a little bit that way but um, for me, the defence just just isn't quite right at the minute, but it does seem to be O'Malley's side, and I'm not saying it's just all down to him. I think you know he needs some help, and I don't think he's quite getting that at the moment. So I, I do expect changes, um, sort of heading into the weekend. You mentioned O'Malley there with that assist, and obviously that's uh, one of Nuttall's goals at uh, at the weekend at Maidenhead. I think let's just have a focus on that because even though three down at half time. Do get two back. He scores twice, doesn't he? I think there is something to be said for that because I do think last season or season before, 
three down, I don't think we would have come back. I don't think we'd have scored, you know, one, let alone two. And obviously, you know, I know in the end it didn't make much difference. But like you say, there was chances in that game. And obviously Carver's had one. I think Feeney's at the bar as well, hasn't he? So there's options. And But to get to and, you know, to get that penalty straight away, which I think was actually really well taken, by the way. Uh, and then obviously another header. I suppose that there is, there's surely some positive to take from that. Well, I mean, there isn't. I, th- I think one of our problems is I still think we, we worry too much about the opposition and, and what the opposition can do to us. And, and really, our strengths are actually going forward. Um, you know, it's certainly not in defence. <clears throat> um, and, and so far this season, we've created a lot of chances. Um, you know, at, at the weekend, we probably should have scored, you know, what, six goals. Um, you know, honestly, we should have got a point from that game. The defending was awful, but we could probably have outscored the opposition. Um, and, the, you know, the amount, the sheer amount of chances we created is promising because that's something we really struggled to do last year. And so really what I'd like to see, rather than us try and worry too much about what the opposition can offer, really, you know, we, we probably will be able to outscore most teams in this division if that's how we set up to play um you know because against Yeovil again we sh- we should probably should have won about 3-4-1 um we should have at least drawn on the weekend I'm not too sure about last night because I've not seen the highlights um but <clears throat> you know especially at home um we should be on the front foot most of the time even against good teams like like Solihull because they'll still be relatively um, vulnerable in defence, especially with, with, the, with the players we've got on the pitch. You know, um, Butterfield, Feeney, um, you know, Nuttall as well, who, who I think has been decent so far, really, as I said earlier, I'm just absolutely baffled that he was put out on the wing last night. Um, Christ knows why. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, I mean, we seem to be overthinking it, um, and, you know, and there's some overthought in there if we've decided to put our striker who's just scored two goals out on the wing, um, you know, that has to be the back of your mind. Like, what else can I do to accommodate him to stay where he was at the weekend where he scored two goals? You know, anybody else can go out on the wing, you know, whatever it is. Um, you know, we, we had two wingers on the pitch last night. We had Feeney and we had Wilson. Both of them could have played on opposite wings and Carver could have played next to Nuttall. There was no reason for, for Nuttall to be out wide in the channels at all. It was, you know, absolutely a c- complete waste of time. Um, so, you know, are we overthinking it a little bit? Because it was we were it was very simple against Yeovil. We turned up, we played the formation we wanted to play from the start for most of the game. We created a lot, lot of opportunities and we deserved to win. It was as simple as that. If we had done the same thing for the past two games, would we have got more of a positive result? because I didn't see that much reason to change it too much after a really good performance against Yeovil and a second half against uh, Maidenhead on Saturday, um, where we won the second half, if you like. We should have scored a lot more goals. So really, it was very, very strange. Um, And, you know, as you said, Matt, you know, kind of the manager said he wasn't going to chop it and change it too much. But yesterday was like an absolute roller coaster of what on earth are we playing? What formation is this? Where is that player? What What's going on? And what, 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 who does that benefit, really? Because it, it's sort of instructions on the fly constantly throughout the game. Um, at the time when we look relatively shaky at the back, you know, does that make any sense? I'm not about, I'm not a football manager, but from, from where I'm sat, it looks a bit strange. Um, so some baffling manage, managerial decisions sort of um, last night, really. Um what we'd all like to see is, is again, to go back to basics on Saturday. Um, you know, we're playing 
a good team. However, if we play the way we can play and to a formation, a solid formation with the players in the right positions, no square pegs for round holes. There was none of that against Yeovil. There was plenty of that last night. So let's not have any more of that. And then we can, you know, play on the front foot and we should be able to get a good result against Solihull, who are one of the better teams in the league at home. And people start to calm down a little bit, um, you know. Um, but the worry is we overthink it too much on Saturday and, and we lose again. And that's, you know three losses in a row and, and we're back to last season and the confidence will be through the floor after one good win against Yeovil. And, and so, he, you know, he, he's really got to get it right on Saturday. Would you be expecting many changes? I'd like to see him go back to exactly what we were playing against Yeovil. Um, if fitness allows, obviously. Um, I would like to see the same team and the same formation um, and, and nothing more than that, really. But, but on the other hand of that, that is what we did go into Maidenhead with. And obviously that's the team that still did the first half in that game. Yeah, you know, that, that, that is fair enough. And obviously um, he started last night with the team that ended the Maidenhead game because obviously they've got the goals back, they looked okay. Um, and, you know, it's just not worked. So I do think there will be changes, definitely. Um, it's going to be interesting whether he does go with, with Carver and Nuttall um, together. I mean, I... I'm the same as, as you guys, really. I'd like to see them up front as a pair and not sort of Nuttall out on the wing. Um, you know, I think Nuttall, you know, people are still giving him a bit of stick. He's obviously scored a couple of goals. Um, I think defensively as well, from from corners and things like that, you know, he, he does get his head to a lot of those corners into our box. Uh, he does a lot of defensive work. But again, when he's trying to track back on the wing or from out wide, um, you know, he, that's not his game, is it? You know, he, he is a striker. Um, and having to kind of track back, defend, does that leave us expo- exposed a little bit? I don't know. I mean, for me, it's just not ideal that, that he's out there. Um, I think, as as Matt rightly said, he's obviously a confidence player. I think that's, that's fair to say. Um, he's obviously got his goals. And, yeah, you kind of move him to an area of the pitch where he's less likely to score. To me, that doesn't add up particularly. Um, but I do think when Carver came on against Maidenhead, he put himself about and, and probably deserved a start, really, um, last night. So, um, yeah, it, it's difficult. Um, I do think there will be changes, though. I think um, I think he will be tempted now. Cozy's had a bit of a run to throw him in and, and see what he can do. Um, again, do, do I think that's going to improve us defensively? I'm not particularly sure. Um, but it's going to be a good test up against one of the best sides. I mean... They came in the FA Cup, didn't they? Was it last year or the year before? Um, and they, they absolutely, you know, they, they, they played us off the pitch that day. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see sort of how, how far we've come, really, um, since then. Um, obviously, we, we're in a lower division, but, um, but yeah, it's a chance to kind of put that right because that was a really poor result. Bit of a, no one really expected it and they came and rolled us over pretty easily. Um, and you know it's yeah it's um, it's one we've kind of got to get right because all of a sudden you know if we lose that three wins three three defeats on the bounce sorry that that soon can turn into to even even more and you're looking at some of the games coming up um, you know we've got quite a few interesting ones Bromley for example it's a plastic pitch isn't it it's the uh, the four G three G whatever pitch um, so that's going to be interesting you know but none of our players are particularly used to it. I think I know a Grimsby fan that, that was saying that when they went there and, and were playing some of these teams that certain players with injuries like little niggling injuries 
sort of knee injuries, things like that. They just couldn't play because it aggravated things like that. Um, so it's going to be interesting how we kind of deal with with those games coming up. It's, it's just completely new to us, really. That that kind of situation, um, and I think that's that's just what what it's going to be like all season. There's there's going to be some surprises, um, but I do think I'm hoping anyway that given Solihull like to get the ball down, play a bit of football, we might actually do the same. Because um, I do think last couple of games we we have been drawn into the long ball a little bit. Um, I know we've obviously got the goal at, at the weekend. Uh, Nuttall's goal, obviously, it was it was a good cross field pass, you know, to to out wide. Um, I think it was was it Carver or it may, it may have been O'Malley, but I think O'Malley put the ball in, but I don't know if it went to Carver. It was it was Carver held it up initially, which he did really well actually, and then yeah, it's O'Malley that puts the ball across. Yeah, and and things like that, you know, that that's a great pass. Um, but I think we could get drawn into sort of the long ball, you know, with two two fairly big guys up front. Um, we don't really want to see that every week. Um, we do want to see some football. And I think other teams are showing um, you can get the ball out wide, get the ball into the box and, and score your goals that way. It doesn't have to be long ball. And I think if we do sort of go long, um, we've got to kind of have someone to feed off uh, sort of the knockdowns from, from the two big lads up front. And I'm not not quite sure we've got that at the moment. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting game, but it's it's a big game for a number of reasons, really, because I think if if this goes against us as well, um, you know, it's just got fans back on side. Obviously, this week hasn't helped. Um, back at home, you know, I think fans are expecting a bit of a reaction, really, and I think if it does go the wrong way, um, a little bit worried, really, kind of where we're heading after that, because I think, um, you know, it was the atmosphere had turned and, and it was starting to feel like a, a better place to be. And I think it could soon turn, you know, back to how it was towards the end of last season, which is obviously not what, what anyone wants. So, um, yeah, big game in more ways than one, really. I mean, I think we need to sign some players, to be quite honest. Um, yeah. You know, out, outside of one or two on the bench, there's no depth in the squad at all. And at the minute, we're running with a fully fit squad other than Hallam. So is this how, how we're performing with the fully fit squad? Once we get a couple of injuries to key players, we're in some serious trouble. Well, they said there was meant to be players coming in through August, didn't they? <clears throat> yeah, but that's sort of dried up, hasn't it? So, well, you know, I think I think it's probably going to be towards the end. And I might be completely wrong, but generally, you know, a couple of years ago, you had to register the squads, didn't you? After um, sort of the, the end of the window, football league clubs register the, the squad or the the name the players. I'm not sure if that's still the case, but if it is, um, I guess you know we, we'll be there to pick up the scraps players that maybe um, you know haven't been registered, or you know in, in the in the squad. Um, you know we might be able to get them on loan or or do something else with with those. So um, it does sound like Hill's got a couple of targets in mind. I think he said last night there were definitely two that he'd been looking at and, and hoping to bring in. Um, but yeah, I mean, from what they were saying, it, it doesn't appear that they're being for the weekend, and and it could be sort of right at the end of the month, if not early sort of September. Obviously, we're not we're not in the transfer window, are we? So I don't know we can sign mm. players after um, the transfer window shuts. But, but that, that depth we... needs to be there, and it's not there. And as soon as one or two decent players get injured, and we then we we then scramble to sign replacements, they're probably not going to be fit. So surely it makes more sense to have the squad depth now with fit players that can just slot in in case, say, Butterfield gets injured, I don't know, Feeney, Nuttall. Do you know what I mean? Because we're going to need some help 
to cover those gaps. And at the minute, that's honestly, it's not there. Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but I think definitely uh, we need another centre-half. I know we've got kind of Cozy that could probably play there. Rowe could fill in there. Um, and arguably, <laughs> he's probably played his best games at centre-back. Um, you know, he's not not ideal. I don't think he's... Um, I know uh, Cox saw him as a centre-back, um, but no one else. I mean, Hill certainly doesn't. I don't think he's, he's not really used in there unless he's forced to. Um, but for me, you know, I'd, I'd be looking for a centre back, and it's a shame we didn't get Delaney. I think he would have been okay with Boyce. Um, yeah, yeah. He, but I he's been what, playing league football, hasn't he? Yeah, you know, he's, he's doing well. I think he's, he's been, been starting in the week and uh, and starting, and um, you know, that's a bit of a shame because I think he'll probably, if, if he was available, I think he would have had him in because I think he's someone that he obviously trusts, and um, you know, he knows he's capable. He's certainly be capable at, at this level. Um, but it is an area we do need to strengthen. I think they've shown already as a partnership, it, it's just not working at the moment. I think um, the Oval game, you know, we we kind of it was okay, wasn't it? I think I think they did okay, but um, since then, yeah, they, they both look a bit out of sorts. And I think the problem is, it's last season we saw with Taft. I know he was injured for for some of it. Um, potentially rush back a little bit early, things like that. But I do think again he is a very much a confidence sort of player, and I don't think he's got much. Um, and I think you know, a couple more defeats. I think you know we're going to get to the stage last season where he's just not um, performing at the level we need him to be. I don't want to single him out too much because there's been some poor performances from from everyone uh, in the last couple of weeks. And I would say Boyce, you know, he, he's not been great either. Um, so it is an area we do need to strengthen. I think you're right with with maybe central midfield. Having said that, I do think we've got quite a lot of players. As I said earlier, um, you know, more has gone out, um, but you've still got Gallimore, you've still got Shrimpton. Um, you know, the, there's players that can play in there, and obviously he's put Rowe in there again last night um, when he's when he's brought Whitehouse off. So I do think um, that's probably not going to be high up the list of priorities, even though. Maybe the the players in reserve are not quite at the level of of, of White House and Butterfield, um, but I think wingers, you know, we're, we're really short out wide. Just on that quickly with wingers, um, you know, if they're sort of playing more sort of like forward wide positions, then again it exposes the fullbacks a lot. And and so we we, we sort of touched on, didn't we? I suppose Mali's maybe not be getting that kind of protection he, he would do if we were playing a solid four four two, and and maybe he does need that. Um, but equally. Honestly, I, I personally would rather see him start at the weekend just because he's, his delivery is so good and, and he's already, you know, created two goals this season. So I think taking him out would take too much away um, for the sort of like relatively small uplift in, in defensive ability from and Claire. Again, you know, we, it is open to debate. So, you know, it's it's all this fine tuning, but really this this is where we are after two kind of pretty bad losses away from home. And, and again, a loss at home. This weekend would would we we're looking pretty desperate to be quite honest. So it you know the manager needs to get it right and and, and all these sort of um, considerations you know he's he's kind of got to wrestle with before the weekend um, and and you know but again as I said for me I would just like to see him go back to basics exactly what we 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 did uh, how we kind of lined up against Yeovil and and I think that's probably the best way we can you know expect to get something out of the game. Well, obviously, big game at the weekend. And as, as I say, I think we're already seeing there's a lot's going to 
on a ride on our home form this year, hopefully. So hopefully we can carry that on on Saturday. Um, thank you for listening to this and we'll see you on the next one. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.